0: Hey everybody, it's Monica with Be Still Be Free, and I am here today with Sarah Goatey and Amber Miller. Hey, hi. We are so happy to w- be with you, Amber. Welcome back. Thank you. I missed. I was so bummed that I wasn't.
1: <laughs> <stressed>. <laughs> well, I know it was. It was weird. Just it was recording just the two of us. I it had was about a weird. Bout of
0: vertigo that took me out for a solid like twelve hours. Took her out, and it was like scheduling and Christmas, and it was like a. Got to, got to keep the, the show yeah, on the road. Yeah. And but Amber is back, and she is leading discussion for us today on the fruit of peace. We're going to use that term leading very loosely. <laughs> She's going to facilitate discussion on the topic of peace. I'm going to say a couple of words. <laughs> <And> hopefully, <laughs> and we're something will jump something.
2: in. <laughs> well, this is real life, people. Okay. All right. Well, so peace. Um, here's some Bible verses that I have on peace. There's only like a thousand. There's Bible only like verses one about peace. That was overwhelming at
1: all. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. That's so, how love was. Like, what, was, oh yeah, I'm trying sure. to decide what direction love was gonna go in was interesting. Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, I told Andy, like, what, what am I gonna say about peace that hasn't already <laughs> been said? Like, I mean it's peace, for goodness sakes.
1: Peace okay. I give to you.
2: Peace I give to peace you. Peace I leave with you. <laughs>
1: As Monica would say,
0: peace,
2: peace out. out and
0: peace also with you, homies.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's in the Bible, homies. It is, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's in the Message translation. <laughs> it's the, in the Monica. Monica.
1: <laughs> what
2: is that, you that say say The Monica, Monica International, International verse. Yes. Aww. <laughs> okay, so here's just a few. Um, Philippians 4:7, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I loved that one because Mm -hmm. it had two things that we talk about all the time, your hearts and minds. Yes. that's something that we can talk about a little bit more That's one of
1: my favorite Bible verses for peace because um, it talks about the peace of God that transcends all understanding. Like if you try to understand it, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Like you just have to, you have to accept the fact that the peace that comes from God makes no sense. Like yes. you cannot wrap your brain around it.
2: Well, and if you keep going with that, not only does it not make sense in our, in our heads, mm-hmm. but it will guard our hearts yeah. and minds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
2: like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like good. it doesn't make sense in our heads, but it also is a protection for our mind yeah. in its own way. That's beautiful. I, I love it. it. Um, then Isaiah 26, three, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you.
1: Hmm. Which is another, mind. another mindfulness. Mm-hmm. I know.
2: Which I didn't even intend to do. But it was <laughs> Pretend you did. I did. <laughs> I did. That. Um, let me tie this all together
0: for you, ladies. <laughs> it's going to all come together now.
2: <laughs> um, and those are the only two I'll talk about right now because I have another one that I'll talk about later on. But, um, so I was thinking that as far as peace goes, when I was looking up the different words in the Bible Mm -hmm. that are used for peace. There's two, there's really three types of peace that I figured we could talk about today. Two that are like specific words in scripture and then one that's not. Um, The first is the Hebrew word shalom, which is the term Mm -hmm. that's used for peace all throughout the Old Testament. The Greek word used for peace in the New Testament is Irene. Um, and let's talk about that one first. So, Irene is a state of national tranquility, exemption from the rage of havoc and war, peace between individuals, harmony, concord, security, safety, prosperity. So, the definition of peace in the New Testament is, it begins with a negative. Mm. It's the absence of something. Ah. It's exemption from rage, war, trouble, Mm. conflict, all of those kind of things. Um, But the word used in the Old Testament, shalom, the first definition of it is completeness, soundness, welfare, peace. Shalom, and Andy and I talked about this because he knows more about that kind of stuff than I do, but um, shalom in essence is like a wholeness. It's... Mm it's almost the opposite of irene because irene is the negative it's the absence of something the absence right. of trouble mm-hmm. yeah. uh, shalom means the fullness of peace the mm-hmm. fullness of tranquility the the essence of harmony right. and all of those things which i thought was really Love interesting that. like
1: the difference i guess that's two. why isn't it christ that greeted people or when he was leaving them said shalom Peace Isn't be it? with you. Yeah, peace, peace be with you. Like, Well, he, kind of in all of his
2: blessings, like, he would heal people and say, now go in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was in, when I was trying to pick, like, a woman to do, like, for peace, because we'll do that later on. Um,
1: <laughs> just a preview. Just, here's a <laughs> teaser.
2: <laughs> um, there were so many women who were healed that Jesus would heal them and then bless them and say, now go in peace, sister. Your faith has made you well. Right. Or whatever. Right.
0: Which... Was pretty right. Like, so he's given healing and then also given wholeness. Yeah. The peace that mm-hmm. comes with that. Mm-hmm. So,
2: um, I have a couple of quotes. Um, this is from C S Lewis and this, I think, um, really fits in with the Shalom. It says, God cannot give us happen- happiness and peace apart from himself because it is not there. There is no such thing.
0: Wow. Well, and that was something from the two verses that you shared that I wrote down um was just that the first verse said it was the peace of God. Yes. So it's not peace of your circumstances. Right. It's not peace of your family or your spouse or your friends or anything that you else that is around you. It's peace from God. Yes. And then the other verse said I, it's God speaking saying peace I give you. Yes. So it's just recognizing where it comes from. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. Um I had another um, quote I was going to read for you guys, too. Um, this is from... I'm trying to find where I wrote... I don't remember the name of the book, but it's Leslie White. Uh, we'll link to the book. Oh, understanding... No, that's not it. We'll link to the book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have it written somewhere, but not right here. Um... <laughs> Not on the notes you printed and brought with you.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Somewhere um, else. Another document. But it's there, fine. Everything's fine.
2: Thankfully, this is all pre-recorded so we can make it look like we have <laughs> Okay. So, but Leslie White said this. Most people in our world have trouble understanding peace as a positive concept. All they know is the negative aspect of peace, which is the absence of trouble. Hmm. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, like... When I looked at peace and like, you know, Strong's, I mean, not Strong's, but Webster's Dictionary Mm -hmm. and stuff, Mm -hmm. that's, uh, most of the definitions were absence of conflict or like lack of war or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, But Shalom is the opposite. It's like the fulfillment of um, the peace and harmony. Um, Here's another quote from Leslie White. It's crucial that we not only receive the peace that he gives us, but also but that we also apply this peace to our lives. If we hold on to the promise of the very peace of Christ, we will have calm, untroubled hearts, regardless of external circumstances. Mm. Trust in the promise of peace. Mm
1: -hmm. It reminds me a lot of the joy. What was the thing we talked about from the passion that we went to, uh, or not passion, the Grove, when the lady um, talked about the absence of people, people think that something is the absence of trouble in life. Or, you talked about it when you did DeJoy. joy. Um, oh, come I, on. I, um, no, let me look at my notes. Let me see if I can find it. Um, people people confuse and think that to have joy or to have happiness or to have peace means that there's an absence of trouble in life. But right. It's, it's not. The two are never... The two, oh, you Oh, you. Um, well, it? Billy Graham said Christian joy is completely independent
0: of health or circumstances, and so is that what you were? Yeah, talking
1: but about? it's the lady we heard talk at the at the Grove, the Christmas Grove that we went to, and she said oh, that quote oh, that you oh, love. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, Catherine, um, Catherine, um, Wolf. It? Yes, See, Catherine Wolf.
2: Audience members, I was not here for this recording, so this is <laughs> all fresh to in. me too. Yeah. Oh, no. oh,
0: it's so good. Well, she talked about how the good and the hard. We we expect yes. the good and... We think that good oh. and hard cannot exist together. Coexist. Yes. And that good and hard do coexist yes. together. And oh. so it's similar. I think he posted about this too. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did an yeah. Instagram post about and it. And so I
1: think it's similar. People think you can't have peace if there's bad things happening yeah, totally. in your life. And that mm-hmm. one does not necessarily... Is not synonymous of the other, or sure, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Like they they work together. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, that's what I was trying to no, no, say. No. <laughs> it's okay. <Yeah>. It only <laughs> took us forty five
2: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, well, what I think is interesting, like I was telling Andy, I find it interesting that Shalom was talked about in the Old Testament. It's it's the word that's prominent throughout the Old Testament, which is yes. that you know inner peace, that fulfillment, that completeness. Yes, yes, yeah. but. Irene is the word that's used all throughout the New Testament, which is the exemption of rage and havoc and war and peace between individuals and that kind of thing. So it's almost like shalom has to come first. Yeah. That yes. inner peace, that inner like completeness with the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit yeah. and with God before any kind of um, harmony in the world can take place. Any kind of peace in your relationships. like right. It all has to start. It's almost interesting that there is first. a different
1: word yeah. used in the old and the new testament because in the new testament we have the holy spirit exactly in the mm-hmm. old testament we didn't have the indwelling of the holy spirit we had the gift of the holy spirit now right. we have the gifts yes exactly. right the holy spirit is in us and how that that word has changed today and it almost meaning. makes me
2: wonder if if um, Irene wasn't a I mean you know it's a different language of different people group mm-hmm. and time so mm-hmm. that's. I acknowledge that, but
0: <laughs> that Amber, it was a whole different thing. Like, <laughs> I get, I get it. I
2: get it. I'm not, please don't email me about this. Yeah. But the, that like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that Irena wasn't even possible. Right. In those times. Yeah. Because we didn't have the Holy That's Spirit. Right. Like there, you know, you read the Old Testament and it is bloody, you know, there's yeah. all kinds of crap that goes on. And I wonder if like, there was this lead up to. You know, like Israel was pregnant with Jesus mm-hmm. all throughout those years, and at the same time, with that, the Holy Spirit. And so, I wonder if um, Irenaeus almost was almost this new concept hmm. of an an outer piece, uh, an external piece that couldn't have
0: existed, right? Because Christ. like when one of the things that we talked about. Um, in the introduction, the series introduction, if everyone listening remembers, is that the fruit of the Spirit are not gifts of the Spirit. Mm. They're automatically given. Mm-hmm. So when you accept Christ and receive salvation, the yep. Holy Spirit is in you and every single fruit of the Spirit, the seeds of it are there. Yeah. So we have that wholeness and that shalom already in us. Mm. So the rest of the peace could be acceptable yeah. because we've already been given it. Yeah. Because these are not spiritual gifts. They're not spiritual gifts. Oh, they are so fruits true. that are given to every single
1: believer. There is no it's up to us to grow. There's not that's a fruit so of the Holy Spirit's gifting tests. Like right. There's not a test to see what fruit of the Holy Spirit have. Which fruit of the Holy Spirit you have. What is your weakness yeah. and what is your strength? No, it's patient. It, all, yeah, right? all of the seeds are there. All the seeds are all there. All the seeds are there. Which I think some would argue that even the giftings of the Holy Spirit, that you have a little bit of everything because mm-hmm. you do have the Holy Spirit in you, but you were given specific gifts right. so that you could act according as you're part of the body of Christ. Right. But the Holy Spirit fruits, that's just... That's all the nine gospel are, yeah, right. avail- are there for it's all the of us. Yes. And it's, it's not like optional. No.
2: No. As believers. Do you know what that sounds like kind
0: of yeah, mean? You but don't it's get not. to pick and choose. I want love, but yeah. I don't want patience yes. or I want joy, but not self-control. My oh. spiritual fruit is, yeah, You know, I yes. have the fruit. I am forbear. humble. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 My humility <laughs> is incredibly strong. <laughs> awesome i'm but the kindest I, person you've ever met ever i'm the gentlest I'm so person good. you've ever met i'm, I'm so goodness. gentle goodness is totally my yeah. spiritual choice.
2: <laughs> no like we don't it's not Was we can't pick and choose and it's not really yeah a choice anyway it's, well, it's
1: here's the other thing is that when you're when gifts of the holy spirit are not sins in and of themselves right like 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 does not, not, make being sense, right, is right. not a well the not the fruit of the holy spirit the gifts of the holy spirit so i may not be using my teaching gift in the most amazing capacity but that doesn't necessarily mean that i'm not reflecting christ right i may not lead the best that some great leaders lead but that doesn't necessarily mean i'm not reflecting the image of christ the likeness of Christ. But if I'm not being kind, I am not reflecting yes. the likeness of Christ. If oh, I am not so gentle, true. I am not reflecting the likeness of Christ. And so it's very important. One is the essence of who we should be because the Holy Spirit indwells us. One should be how we contribute to the body of Christ so that the entire church can do its best here on earth, preparing for the kingdom of God. Does yeah. that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's very, very different. One is, one That's is very so doing, one is an action. One should be more of an essence of who we are. Um, and one should come and be coupled with great conviction when you're not yeah. living it out. And mm-hmm. one might be a learning experience, how to be a better leader, how to be a better teacher, how to be a willing administrator to be a willing you know gift of hospitality but it's not necessarily you know if you're not good at the gospel the gift of hospitality you're not going to be I don't think held accountable for that however if you choose to be ugly and unkind and unforgiving I do think there's accountability you know
2: that's so true and I think that you saying that puts like put the finger on why this one was a little bit hard for me because it's Like, I'm not going to be able to teach someone how to have peace. Like, there is nothing that I can say in this podcast. If you're, like, listening to this, you're like, I think I need, like, a little bit more peace. There's no how-to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to give you the three steps to more peace. Because that only comes from Christ. And it isn't, like, I was reading a lot of different... Because there are, like, if you type in peace on the internet, there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of, like, how to have more peace. But that it's... There's there isn't no really yes, a step-by-step. Step. There's not a formula. It's a
1: choice. It's a choice to tap into or to allow the Holy Spirit to work in you and to be willing to do the hard work in order to face your sin. But you can't manifest, mirror, but it you own, manifest it in, in your own You cannot manifest it in own because the peace like, of yeah, God works. transcends all understanding. Right. So if you're trying to put manly, fleshly limitations and understandings on a supernatural fruit you the two will never be able to come up with and you'll always feel like you are failing because you're trying to do it in your own and i, I was telling monica before you um, got here i feel like the fruits this could be one of our iconic series mm-hmm. because i think this is really um when i was preparing for my stuff i thought this is really what be still yes. was all about mm-hmm. Because when you're talking about the action, the living in the giftings of the Holy Spirit in, in the doing, that's what we do. We try to be better at everything that we do, and we're not feeding the essence of who we are. Yeah, Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And yeah. if we would spend more time trying to be kinder and more gentle and peaceful and joyful... Then we would automatically be better in our giftings. We're automatically going to be better in hospitality and administration and teaching and leading and, you know, whatever your mercy or or whatnot. You're going to be better in that because what's coming in and out of you is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we got to nurture the essence part of us, the being part of us. That's the shalom. Yes.
0: Yeah. And that's what we talked about with that intro was the difference between right before the fruits of the spirit are listed, Paul talks about the works of the flesh and how it's drunkenness and sexual immorality mm. yes. and all of that kind of stuff, because we're trying to fill the love fruit with these external doings mm. yes. when love is the being enjoys is yes. the being. Yes. Like every fruit of the spirit is a being, not a doing. And yeah. every work of the flesh he lists yes. is a doing yeah. of trying to manifest out, outwardly a fruit that can only be... Done inwardly, and yeah.
1: I, I don't know if this story will make sense. Uh, I think I'm hoping that it'll wrap around, and it, I can I can tell it um, eloquently enough so where it shows this. But I think of Eve. You know, Eve ate that fruit because she wanted to feel something. She wanted to obtain something. She doubted the the little thing that Satan put in her mind. She doubted that God really wanted everything for her because He told them not to eat of it, and she wanted. She wanted everything, right? And so she she went for that fruit because she was hoping it was going to satisfy something mm-hmm. inside of her, right? What if she just would have looked at Satan and had said... Um, I am not going to eat of that fruit. And no matter what the the outcome is, I know that God loves me more than you want me to eat that fruit, right? So, so she would have had more of the love of God inside of her. She would have had more peace. So even though she really wanted to eat that fruit, she had the peace. She had the joy. She had everything that she needed that said, you're okay not eating that fruit. It's a, it, it, it didn't make sense because the fleshly part of her, the human part of her was, I want... I want this, I want more power, I want more knowledge, I want everything that I can have. But if she had been truly trusting in God and had that true peace inside of her and that true joy and contentment inside of her, she wouldn't have needed to. And so I wrap that into some things that I'm going through in life right now, um, just some things that Chris and I are praying over and um I'm like, God, please just give us a sign. Please just give us a sign. Please just give us a sign. And I feel like that's kind of the apple that's on the tree. Right. Like, yeah, give me the, sure, sign, yeah, give me the sure. sign, give me the sign, give me the sign. But I know that he might not. And yeah. so I'm like, okay. And, and so I have started this thing where I say out loud when I don't get what I want, when, when I feel like God could have but didn't. My new thing is to say, Satan, I still trust him more Ooh, yeah. than I give you in this moment. Yeah. This may not have turned out the way I wanted it to. Yeah. This may not have in my flesh. This may not feel good, but I'm so secure in the spirit that lives inside of me that I know his plans are to prosper me and not to harm me that I'm going to choose to have peace in this moment because I know he's going to work it out for good. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is peace. Yes. That is shalom. Yes.
0: That, That even if there's no external
1: peace, you've still got it. Trusting God enough. Mm -hmm. Just giving him that even when it doesn't make sense, passes all understanding that you trust him enough. Yeah. And, he's, and it's going to be okay. Yeah. Well, that
2: leads me to something that Andy and I were talking about because one of the things that I, like, as we were talking, I I always talk to Andy about what our podcast yeah. stuff because he's so smart. I'm like, can you list off, like, 15 verses? And he's like,
1: sure. <laughs> so. Um, Love to. But we were just But he doesn't like ask for um, recognition props, of, like, somebody um, else's. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Someone else's has I not get a shout out what? <laughs> You can give that to Greg Steely. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh.
2: Um, I, one of the things I kept saying is, like, peace is so abstract. Like, it's such an intangible concept. Like, yeah. I don't know where to go with it. Like, I don't have handles on it because it's so abstract. And But Andy was saying that's actually the point of peace. Yeah. Like, um, you, you do – part of peace is – is acknowledging a real and present reality. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have peace without acknowledging reality. Mm-hmm. If you have peace without acknowledging reality, that's called delusion.
1: Mm. Wow.
2: You know? Right. So, like, peace it only can exist within acknowledging your reality. So, like, for you, Sarah, what you're saying is, like, you do have to have that moment where you're like, this is what's happening. Yeah. This is the sucky part. Right. I can sit in it and acknowledge it and look around and see what's wrong. Yep. But still in that. Right. Yes. Have the peace of God, which yes. surpasses understanding and guards your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Yes. You can't have it, though, without acknowledging your reality. Yeah,
0: right. That's so true. It's so Isn't that really neat? neat? That's
2: really mm-hmm. good. Andy was saying something like, if you have someone who's, you know got cancer and they're pretending like there's nothing wrong and nothing in their life is about to change that's That's not not peace peace. That's denial that's denial exactly right peace is acknowledging that there's something wrong and something that's not going to work out or whatever it may be and still being okay and having that
1: shalom in that moment yeah i wonder almost if you can't say that about each of these Right? Probably. because no, Yeah, that's a good point. You know, in order to know that you need joy or have joy, you have to acknowledge that things are not always right. joyous. I think that's right. what makes right. it a fruit of the spirit. Yeah.
2: Like, you could it's say... It's not own doing. Like, the world's version of love is, like, the way that you feel. Yeah. But the fruit of the spirit of love is an ever-present
0: And choice. loving when you <laughs> don't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, patience is... Choosing to be patient in a situation that this is the reality, the opposite
1: of anger, exactly. Not not getting mad and throwing a fit Mm -hmm. and demanding to have it your own way. So yeah, I I almost wonder if that's not. Yeah, I think that's cool. you can't truly have the fruit if you don't acknowledge the circumstance or the situation. Like you're not. You have to acknowledge your own humanity. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because without that, it's not actually a fruit of the spirit. It's just you kind of. You pretending yeah. like things aren't wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or but I find that in Christian. What was refreshing to me about that is I see that so often in Christian culture or like on social media that like people are using the word peace as an opportunity to ignore the crappy stuff that's yeah. going on. Right, and that's not yeah. peace. Yeah, right, and that's not what God calls us to. Like we're the Beatitudes calls us to be peacemakers. Right, but that doesn't mean we pretend like stuff isn't wrong. That's right. It means we acknowledge what's wrong, but we find Christ in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, Andy was, we were talking about Emerson Egrich wrote the love and respect book. Yeah. We went to one of those like conferences or like webinars or something. And one of the things that he said in that, that always stuck out to us was um, he was talking about like a, a marriage, like people fighting in their marriage and Mm -hmm. a husband and wife will say like, well, who should apologize first? Yeah. And Emerson Egrich says, well, the person who's the most secure, the yeah. person who's the most mature, yeah, that's good, should apologize first. So then, you know, each one's just like just will apologize. Uh, like, I guess I'm the most mature. I'm going to apologize. <laughs> uh, no, I'm apologizing first. <laughs> no, I am. No, I am. I know. <laughs> so we always talk about that, but it's. I think that's true for what what peace is like. To be a peacemaker is to like acknowledge that maybe yeah, your feelings are hurt. Maybe mm-hmm. um, the other person was wrong. Yeah. But instead of pursuing that validation yep. of them saying, sorry, yeah. you'd be the most mature one or the most right. grounded in your spiritual fruit and say, yeah. I'm going to be a peacemaker yep. because that's what Christ calls me to.
1: And I'm telling you, when when you begin... Which I'm so good at, by the way, yeah, can right. I just say. When you begin to scratch <laughs> the surface on on living through and in... The fruits of the Holy Spirit, despite your circumstances, you will truly begin to experience freedom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's supernatural. Like, you can't explain it. But faith is believing in the evidence of things not seen. We shouldn't be able to explain it. We shouldn't be able to put it in man-like terms. Because it's not supposed to be. Well, and And we've tried to. We have. And look at where we're at. Well,
2: what's interesting is... Because I remember... I want to go back because I did say this at the beginning that there were three different types of peace and then I never said what the third one was. But (laughs) in um, the New Testament, there's... Or in Roman times, um, there was this thing called Pax Romana, which was the peace of Rome. Mm. And that was kind of the underlying, um, like, the foundation of everything that happens in the New Testament was happening in Rome under this Pax Romana, which basically meant that Rome, like, captured these civilizations and overtook them and, like, slaughtered people and basically, like, hijacked these societies and then said, if you operate under us, you will take care of you. You Right. Peace. Like, that's the world's peace. Right. Yeah. It's do not what we want. Do what we want. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Tyrannical. like, I, as long as you do things my way, yep. we'll be great. Right. Yeah. Or as long as you believe like I believe. As long as you believe like I believe, mm-hmm. as long as you do the ten things that I think are the right thing that you should do, mm-hmm. dress this way, talk this way, read these things, look this way, like, all of these yeah. things, then we're going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Like, as long as you vote for the same person that I voted right. for, yeah. we're going to have yeah. peace. That's right.
1: As long as you look like have the same color skin that I have, we're going to have. And I'm telling you, if that, if you take a look at yourself and that's how you are, it is not biblical. And, um, the fruits of the spirit are not conditional. No, they are no. not conditional. There is not a verse in the Bible that says show kindness if that person deserves it. Show gentleness if that person deserves it. It's not it. up for debate. It is not up for debate. It is it is given to you. It To me, I feel like this kind of is the Great Commission. Because if you really live out the fruits of the Holy Spirit, you are living out the the image of Christ. People are going to see Christ in you. You don't, you won't have to stand on a corner of a street with a Bible in your hand and shout about Jesus because you're going to be shouting about Jesus just in your everyday living, and it's going to be beautiful and gentle Because people are going to see, soft. wow, they're going through that circumstance, yeah. and that is really crappy,
0: but look at the peace and the joy. Yes. Like, despite that, like, right. what is that on the inside? Because I need some of that. But
1: that's what people were drawn to Jesus for. It was the essence of who So people were drawn was. to the disciples for.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And, well, and, oh, one thing I
2: will say, too, is like, because sometimes I... Like, we'll read some of this or be thinking about, like, well, then how do I have more peace? Or how do I know if do I have enough peace? Like, you know, do you we yeah. do that kind of like, well, where's the line? Am I good enough? Am I not good enough? Mm-hmm. If you have conviction when you don't have peace... You have mm-hmm. conviction when you don't show love. That's right. That's a great sign That's that the right. Holy Spirit is doing something Because if end. you yeah. don't
1: have conviction, I just have to believe if you don't have conviction, there's something missing. Either you have, and we were talking about this again mm-hmm. um, earlier, you have either stuffed it. Yep. Because you don't like the way it makes you feel. So you've repressed that convicting feeling. Um, or you never had it to begin with. Mm-hmm yeah and that just is what it is i mean when yeah. we're talking about heaven and hell we're talking about salvation lack of salvation we're talking about serving god not serving god it's yeah i think we just got to quit tiptoeing around the tulips yep and we just got to call it what it is mm-hmm. it yep. is what it is yeah yep. totally
0: totally agree. so
1: yeah yeah just wait till our deep dive Oh, oh yeah. God, oh no. Great. <laughs> I'm
0: going to I'm going to steal your notes and ask you all the questions <laughs> instead. Do
2: we I can't remember. Do we do um practical applications? Okay. Yeah. So, I have I, I'm going to only do one cuz we do practical we have another practical application.
0: No. No, we, oh, do we do all oh, of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could not remember. On yep. This, yep, this yep. Yeah, we kind of switched. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, switched it up. So,
2: um pr- here's one of my practical applications because It's so hard sometimes doing practical applications because I feel like I'm like, be still, don't do, but do these things. (laughs) Uh, And it's about peace.
1: But but the practical applications are to... Undo the old mindset and start new two. mindsets for new muscle memory for new fruit. Right, yes. so it's like training for a race. You can't go out and run a marathon if you are not training for it along the way. And yes, so that's right. We're undoing bad habits and recognizing new habits in order to move in the direction of changing our mindset. Yes,
2: and before I give my practical applications. Like, I meant to read this earlier. Um, Isaiah 48, 18. If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river. Your mm. righteousness like waves of the sea. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, and I'll link to a Beth Moore article that I read. And um, she was talking about comparing that peace, like peace like a river. Um, a river is a moving stream of water. So, a peaceful life does not mean a boring life or a life that's sitting still. Right. A peaceful life is... Uh, Constant in constant motion, yes. Um, two a river, I mean, a river is a body of fresh water fed by springs or tribute or uh, tributary streams. Mm. So you can't have peace unless you're getting filled up, yes, Mm. by that Holy Spirit. Mm.
0: It's not stagnant,
2: yeah, absolutely. And then lastly, a river begins and ends with a body of water. Every river has an upland source and an ultimate outlet of a mouth. Rivers are fully dependent because they are always connected to other bodies of water. Wow. Which it's I was like. so
1: good. I mean, and that's that convicting
2: good. for me sometimes. Like, I mean, I do not always connect to those other bodies of water. And that is where that peace can start trickling out. <laughs> like, yeah, that's You true. get some cracks and you, you know, yeah. you start losing yeah. it. So yeah. I thought that was really. That is good. I thought that that was something that, you know, listeners could kind of hold on to. Another thing is to pray Psalm 86. Go look it up and read it. And it's. I feel like it's one that you can really put words mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Um, and pray for that peace of God. And then, lastly, um, physically get on your knees and pray, prostrate before the Lord. And prostrate, try to, not prostate, not prostate, right? Prostrate. We'll make that. I don't pray. I don't need a prostate. Don't pray for your. I mean, you ladies, might need
1: to pray men maybe, or pray for your husbands, but don't pray for. Don't your. you don't need to. Hopefully, <laughs>
2: um, but lay <clears> on <throat> your walk, face walk. and pray. Um, in that physical position Mm. and try it. My challenge is for you to try it for seven days Mm. Um, because I have found in this season of my life that my physical stance makes a huge difference on my spiritual life. Mm -hmm. The mornings that I pray on my face before the Lord or I turn off the lights and light a candle and like absolute, like physically I'm still, it it makes a difference for me. And I never really was taught that necessarily, Mm-mm. like as a spiritual practice, Mm-mm. it makes a huge difference yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, and so, like that's my challenge to you. Is it, to well, try it's to, a way to
0: humble yourself. Yeah, yeah you know? totally
2: totally, totally. Like a physical humbling. Yeah. Um. I did a study with Beth. I mean, not with Beth Moore. I wish that would. be uh-huh. <laughs> Why
0: has she not been here? Beth and I did a study the other yeah, How cool would so that? Tight. How cool <laughs> would that be? Um, Beth, if you're listening, I'll have really strong coffee. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Um. I did one of her days, and now. I can't remember which one it was because I've done several of them. But one of the challenges was to do this, and she made a comment of like she did it one day and was walking around all day and didn't realize she had like a piece of dirt like on her
1: forehead
0: <laughs> from being
1: on the ground. On the ground, that's and awesome. She was like,
0: "Let's
2: all have dirt on our forehead, like that's <laughs> awesome. together." If you see in the lady with the dirt
1: on her forehead, you know she was praying so for the Lord. God allowed that to happen. You I know that right? analogy so she'll never forget. I oh, know. Right? Yeah. But yeah, let's all have dirt on our forehead. Exactly, let's
2: all have dirt on our forehead. But I would, I would venture to say that practicing that this week, it's take notice and see if you feel the presence of Christ and that peace, that shalom, mm-hmm. deeper than maybe
0: last week. Yeah, yep. So there you go. Peace. That's awesome. Shalom to you, my friends. Peace we leave with you, and peace we give. No, that's no, Jesus that was said that, right? yeah, that was close though. <laughs> Peace May be with Lord you and also with you. That's what I was. Saying. There and it also is. Also with yeah. you. May the force be with you and also with you, which is what I always want to say when I watch Star Wars. May the force be with you and, and also, also with you. you. <laughs> Amen. And we all just And ourselves, yeah. Sarah, would you close this out?
1: <laughs> oh, Father God, it's so fun to just be able to laugh and um just talk about how great you are. Um Lord, truly peace is such an abstract concept. A lot of these fruits are abstract concepts, but Lord, I just pray that um, each listener, each believer would will be willing to to tap into the Holy Spirit because that is where uh, it comes from and allow the Holy Spirit to just fill us up and to change the way we, out, we look out on life and how we see circumstances and how we see people, how we see ourselves, Lord. Um, I just pray that you will be with a listener who may be struggling today, that you'll just meet them right where they are and Um, that they truly will have the peace of God that passes all understanding upon them. Uh, Just be with our words, allow them to fall well on the hearts and ears of others, and in your name we pray, Amen. amen. Amen.